0: Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host Corey Mascara and in today's episode we're going to talk about the power and potential danger of the unconscious mind. More to come on that in a moment. First let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so the unconscious mind. We'll start this episode with a quote. It's a popular Carl Jung quote. And he writes, Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. (laughs) Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate. Let that one sink in. I think the, the power and the poignancy of this quote, and one of the reasons it just like slices through us like a hot knife through butter, is it's essentially saying that there, there is this guiding force that is pushing us in a, a certain direction, Moment to moment, and if we're not paying attention to it, it will take us on a particular journey, and we might say, "Well, this is just my plot in life, or this is just my fate, or there's some uh, bigger force out of my control that is influencing the path." I'll I'll leave uh, a door open for that possibility for sure, but we can't deny how much power our mind has in influencing the, the thoughts we think, how we respond to situations, whether we feel safe or not in a situation, and how that causes us to react. The jobs we might take or decline based on subconscious beliefs or, again, feelings of safety relationships we might stay in or move out of, again, based on subconscious feelings, ideas, beliefs about why something is good for us or not good for us. So much of this is happening beneath the surface of our awareness. In fact, I've heard statistics that say 95% of what is directing us moment to moment are subconscious thoughts. I would do a double-check Google search on that just to figure out if there's any update on it and what the exact source is. But that aside, uh, I don't think we need a statistic or even science to show us what we often wake up to once we start becoming more aware of our internal experience, which is that there is just so much moving through our minds moment by moment that most of the time we're just absolutely clueless to and i think it's one of the frightening things about uh, the frightening and exciting things about a meditation practice is we just see oh my gosh my mind is all over the place it feels like we're we're thinking more than we ever were <laughs> that is a common thing for meditation teachers with students early on you know if it's an 8 week course or something you'll usually hear in week 2 or week 3 students saying man, like I, I came here to try and calm my mind and now my mind is just thinking so much more than it was before. It feels that way, but that's not the case. It's actually that you're just becoming aware of how much was happening beneath the surface. And while that can be slightly terrifying at first, especially some of the things we have to see, it is, it is the process of making the unconscious conscious. And now you have an opportunity to respond to it to not be swept around by it in the background, to not have it be subconsciously causing you to make decisions because there's just this, this sense that I should do this. And this is not to knock um, a, a sense and like, intuitive guidance, but a lot of what we perceive to be intuitive guidance is actually just patterns of conditioning that are, are not fully illuminated in our awareness yet and it just creates this, this felt sense or more likely a knee-jerk reaction to something. It's like um, uh, a hot stove. We have all these hot stoves around us and if we get too close to something, the subconscious mind sort of pulls us away from it, whether it's intimacy in a relationship, some form of success that feels uncomfortable for us, um a certain life path that like part of us wants but another part uh, it's it's unfamiliar we don't know what it would turn into it doesn't feel right in our system because it's unfamiliar so i like to see all of those as like hot stoves at the subconscious mind just sort of keeping us where it feels safe and the journey of waking up is is the journey of bringing more of that into your awareness and and the desire to because it's, it's like, I want to see it. I, I want to know. I want to know myself through and through. And, and I would argue all humans have this desire on a deep level. Even if the ego mind doesn't because it's fearful. There's something about being seen fully, thoroughly. To be saturated in awareness. You know, it's, it's the deepest form of being seen and we all have a complicated relationship to being seen like it's like oh yeah see me don't see me see me don't see me in terms of like our expression in the world but i know all of us can identify with that that deeper part of us that childlike part of us that we know so well that just it's just like wants to be held in awareness wants to be seen wants to be known and we can offer that to ourselves by just exploring these many dimensions of ourselves and what's arising and what's been in the background and what's been unconscious and it's like whoa didn't see that before kind of scaring the crap out of me now that i am seeing this what has this meant for the last 10 years 20 years 30 years of my life and at the same time it's like oh there's there's some sort of joy in knowing more, and having a little bit more insight, a little bit more wisdom, waking up. It's the bliss of non-ignorance, the bliss of seeing clearly. So how do we do it? Well, a meditation practice helps this for sure, because you're just dropping into awareness more and more. And most of what has been operating beneath your awareness starts to bubble up and there's more space to see it. And that can be hugely illuminating. And yet, you can still have many blind spots with meditation practice because the the eye who is observing all of it is still uh, subjective. And so, there might be some skillful ways to not see certain things or things that you can't see clearly because they are still the lens through which you're seeing through. So this is where other people's uh, perspectives can be really useful. I talk about this in my book, Stop Missing Your Life, where uh, you can actually ask friends, family members, especially the people who are closest to you that you trust, um, and that you trust to, to give you respectful and honest feedback. You just say like hey uh, I'm, I'm on this journey of, of growth of waking up of getting clearer on why I do what I do. It's a, a tender exploration for me so go easy but uh, I'd be I'd be interested to know you know is there anything that you see in me or that you've seen over the years that you think I might not be aware of and just see what they what they say Most people will be startled that you're asking such a, a vulnerable question. But if you do it with sincerity, people, people will, will share. I've done this with uh, my family, or at least my parents, um, and other, other friends. And uh, it can be quite powerful and illuminating and painful. Um, but it's that feedback that really helps us grow and not have our life subconsciously, unconsciously directed. And so, again, we'll, we'll punctuate this episode with that quote. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate. You have some power here. It starts with an intention to see more clearly. And if that intention is there, trust me, you will find a way. Thanks so much for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, take care.